Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Decibel Dealer Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. Bonjour, Le Matalo. Le moment es ven por le Decibel Geek Podcast. Jami embrace la France. Je m'appelle Aaron Camaro. Mon co-animateur, a unibite, comma, la tour I fell. I'll ask Chris Sinzak. Bonjour, à toi, mon frère. Oh, oui. <laughs> oui, mon ami. Buco bien. That was a pretty good intro, man. That's not bad for a guy that don't even speak French. I know. I had to remember like the four words I could retain. But yes, we're back this week. We're doing something we actually kind of talked about a couple of weeks ago, just kind of came up in conversation, you know. Remember when we used to do them shows, Where You Come From, and it would be like a certain place or a certain area. And then we were also thinking about bands from France because we played Black Rain on the Fresh Blood episode. Yep. And everybody loved it. I loved it. It was an awesome pick by Chris. Very cool. And I said, man, I don't know any other bands from France. Are there other rock bands from France? And that's where our good friend Victor came in, and he jumped on in the Decibel Geek community and let us all know all kinds of cool bands from France. Well, today, we're going to play Where You Come From, France. That's right. So we're going to go through a bunch of picks that Victor lined up for us, some cool, some cooler than others. You'll get to decide, but you're going to get the whole taste today. And there's really so many more than what we even got to touch on here. Yeah, this could have been a four-hour episode if we went through all the picks, because uh, I added a few at the end, and then Aaron got a couple, and then it just... But like we could easily do a second volume of this. It shouldn't be an issue at all. No, definitely not. And realizing that there's so many cool bands from France, maybe something we look forward to in the future. You guys let us know what you think. But before we get to the meat and the potatoes of this episode, we got to take care of our business. And what are we all about? We love them. We need them. Talking about reviews and recommendations, man. We love them when they're five stars, whether it comes from Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or even Facebook recommendations. We love them. Stars, give them to us. What do we got? Nothing. (laughs) No new reviews this week. That kind of brings us down a little bit, but that's all right. Because it makes me think about all the awesome people that have left us reviews in the past. And you know... What are the odds? It could be you. Do you read a review at one time and go, hmm, 
Decibel Geek Podcast. I might have to check that out. And now you're here with us every single week, twice a week, because you read somebody's review. That could be you. You write us a review that's got five stars. Somebody reads it and says, man, that sounds cool. What did you do? You turned them on to our show. We love you for it. So if you got the time and you got the love, then give us a little. Talk about reviews and recommendations, because Lord knows we need them. Yeah, it would be nice to get a couple in. We uh, we were we were very fortunate for a couple of weeks there, but we haven't had one in a while. Even go, yeah, I could do a podcast or do an individual episode review if you want. Yeah, all kinds of ways to help us out. You know, one great way that everybody loves to help us out around here is that we've got a Facebook page and we've got a Twitter handle, I guess. I don't know nothing about Twitter. I just know it's there. <laughs> and every time we come out with a new episode, what we'll do is make the official release on one of those two platforms. And so when the people see it and go, okay, cool, there's a new Decibel Geek podcast coming out. What did we do last? Uh, the last episode was Fresh Blood. Oh, yeah, Fresh Blood, yeah. And before that was Radio Sucks. So whew, knocking them out, a couple of couple of new noises in between. Mm-hmm. Rocking the world for you guys. When you guys rock our world back, it's because you've taken those original posts and you've shared them and you've retweeted them. And when you do that, you spread the word and you also get gathered up and put on the list of awesome-ass people that want to help out the Decibel Geek podcast and we show our love back by honoring you with the title, Geeks of the Week. Geeks of the Week this week are Adam Cox, Rockin' Ron Runyon, Paul Korn, Jason Warden, Matt Ashcraft, John Phillips, Brian Knapp, Craig Turdich, Aaron Baker, Samuel Wetz, Mike Parnell, Joe Lascon, Todd Cunningham, Warren Edward, LaRue Baker, Shay Hargett, Chuck Noseworthy, Keith Rockford, Simon Cat, John Harper, Jeffrey Mendenhall, Mark Alden Taylor, Mark and Jerry BS Sessions, Freeform Rock Podcast, Kristen Schimbeck, David Cathy, Jeff Taylor, Tom Smoke Belmondo, Hakon Bergstad, Ernesto Aguiar, Eladio, Kevin's on Fire, Vet Halen, Sean Cullen, Grayson Gallegos, Bill Elam, Will Honeycutt, Joseph Capone, Victor Ruiz, Scott Crouch, and as always, the, the Mooger Fooger. Oh, Mooger Fooger. Only a couple of days away now, brother. Can't wait. You guys will be toasting up tequila by the time this is released. Just the thought of it. Never. <laughs> Never. But we want to thank everybody that's got our backs and helps us out by spreading the word about the magic things happening here at the Decibel Geek Podcast. When it comes to the love of rock and roll, there's none higher than our Geeks of the Week. So we got some cool stuff going on. We got Rock and Pod is announced. It's official. It's coming up in March, the weekend of the 18th. In 2023, right here in Nashville, we've got a big old giant room down at the fairgrounds. We're going to fill it up with rock stars. Do you want to make, do you want to make the announcement? Uh, you mean guest announcement? Yeah, yeah. We got a guest announcement, don't we? Can we, can we share it now? I guess I always give it to the Decibel Geek listeners first, right? Well, we give it to the VIPs first. Yeah. And so we did that. And now why not? Come on, Chris. We got a it guest. It might be announced by the time this actually comes out. So, cause this will be. Yeah. But yeah, the first uh, guest that we're going to be announcing is uh, superstar rock photographer Mark Weiss, who did tons of amazing album covers back in the day, including yeah. Stay Hungry by Twisted Sister, Bon Jovi, Slippery yeah. When Wet, the Slayer, a bunch of different stuff. So cool, man. Legendary. That's just the beginning. It starts with one. And this year, the one is Mark Weiss. You're going to get a chance to meet him, talk to him, hang around with him. Mm -hmm. And he's going to have a whole lot of awesome people all around him because, like I said, it starts with one. It means next week I'll be bugging Chris some more and maybe we can get another one out of him. I'm trying. <laughs> 
It all starts going pretty quick now. It's all going to come together. Rockin' Pod, it's already on sale. You can get your tickets, your VIPs, your Platinums, your your podcast booths, all the good stuff. Check it out at rockinpod.com. Yep. Well, at the Rockin' Pod website's being overhauled now, but actually by the time you hear this, it should be open. But yeah, if you go to the Facebook page for uh, Rockin' Pod, you'll see the link that'll take you directly to GrowTix, which is our ticketing agency, and you can do all your cool stuff there. Heck yeah. And as you guys know from Rockin' Pods in the past, it's all your favorite rock and roll podcasts from all over America, Canada. Maybe we'll get some from overseas this year. Who knows? But it's all your favorite dudes all hanging out doing what you love them for. And that's creating awesome podcasts. You can see them do it live. You can hang out by their tables, meet them, get merch, whatever. You know, there's there's so much cool stuff that happens at Rockin' Pod. We want to see you there partying with us. So hit up that link on the Facebook page or hopefully, like Chris said, the, the website will be up and rocking by now, rockinpod.com. We want you to come hang out with us here in Nashville in March. The weather's going to be beautiful. Yeah, it's not going to be hot as balls like it usually is. That's what I, the first thing I thought of when you said March, I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> you know? Ain't nothing worse than baking like a potato in a silver jacket in August in a parking lot in Nashville. <laughs> Climate controlled for Camaro. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so excited. So as you guys know, we are a proud part of Pantheon Podcast. Pantheon bringing you the Decibel Geek Podcast for free twice a week now, thanks to them. Hit them up on the Facebook, give them a like. Basically, Pantheon, they take all the best music podcasts from all over the world, not even just rock and metal. There's other kinds of music. I had no idea. Pantheon's got them all. So if you love music, no matter what kind, check out Pantheon because they got your favorite brand new podcast that you're going to fall in love with. And you're going to say, thanks, Decibel Geek Podcast. And we'll say, no, thank Pantheon. So I guess, are we ready? We ready to rock and roll? Let's go to France. Let me introduce our guest. Pour in Savoie, plus Sir Le France Rock, on ses tournées vers un homme qui rend les dames falaises. Et moi, la quota, pour toi, oui, il passa. C'est la persona, la plus intelligente, que je connaissance. Canaise? Canaise. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm pretty good at this French. Il est la sien, haute de Mars attacks, signals accueillement de Mars. Etna de relations sexuales, quoi avec de belles femmes. Il est monsieur Victor Ruiz. Welcome to the Decibel Geek Podcast, my friend. We- <laughs> Thank you for having me. I, I I took like two and a half years of French in high school and college, and I think all I made out from that was Mars Attacks. All right. Cool. Yeah, because I don't even know what any of it means. <laughs> I can barely speak English. <laughs> Our French listeners are like, what the hell was that? <laughs> They know what I said. Yeah, they know. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so like we got here because we did, uh, we played uh, Black Rain recently on one of the episodes. And, and then, you know, and then uh, after we did it, Victor just loaded up our comment section with like, well, here's a few French bands that you've probably never heard of that you should check out. 
And then Aaron had a brilliant idea. Well, yeah, because, I mean, we were talking about it on the show and you played Black Rain and they were awesome. And it's like, geez, you know, you think about the UK has got a ton of great bands and the Northern European Scandinavian lands have been giving us a ton of great bands over the years. And Germany's known for their great bands. And there's all these different places, hotbeds in Europe, where traditionally all these great bands come from. And you stop and you think, well, what about France? You know, when I think about France, I think about art. I think about fashion. I think about sexy people. And, you know, you think with those three things combined right there, they got to have some good rock, right? Right. As we found out, like you said, Victor, let us know all about it. And there's a ton of great bands from France. We're going to go through some today. I uh, I think about Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Sexy people, just like I said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the height of entertainment, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Uh-oh. Speaking of which, today is Labor Day that we're recording this, and this is usually the day that they do the Jerry Lewis MDA telethon. So hats off to Jerry Lewis. It makes sense we're doing a French episode. There you go. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, like, we, you know, Victor was kind enough to put together this cool list of stuff of, of, you know, of bands and songs that we should check out. So we're just going to kind of have a loose discussion of some of these bands and what we think of them and um, you know, I'll insert clips after the fact. And you, so you're going to hear a lot of banter and a lot of music today. Just for over 20 bands you're going to hear is that if you don't come away with something you like, I'll be surprised because uh, I got turned on to a whole bunch of new bands today. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right. Well, let's start with the list. Victor, why don't you just kick it off and we'll get going. Sure. So the first band that appears here is a band out of Grenoble, France. Yes, more than just Andre the Giant comes from Grenoble. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So this band has been together for a decade now. They've released three albums. They're about to release a new album called Beyond the Gates of Hell on November 18th. Yeah, so a lot of these songs come my way, or a lot of these bands come my way via press releases and I post a lot of them to my Patreon. And and once you guys mentioned the whole thing about checking out bands from France, I'm like, wait a second. I've posted about bands all over the world on Patreon. So let me just search France and French. And these were some of the bands that came up. And uh, this band, you know, it really stood out to me, not only, you know, because of their musicianship, but um, it was really... You know, if you're into Maiden, if you're into Priest, if you're into that type of 80s heavy metal, I mean, this is a band that's that would be right up your alley. Um, a, a, a lot of these bands, similar to what Aaron is saying, I think this happens nationally where obviously the Maidens and the Metallicas really kind of reign over everyone. But you have these little pockets where different bands take off like a Man of War, stuff like that. You kind of don't expect because maybe they're not as big in the States. And a lot of these bands, I think, do share that where there's a little influence from here and there and they kind of put their own twist on things. Right. Because when I look at this entire list of bands that you put together and Rising Steel is badass. I like it a lot, but I've never heard of that before. As a matter of fact, there's one band on this entire list that I've actually heard of before. (laughs) So, you know, talking about getting you know, a taste of some cool new stuff that's brand new to me, man. Rising Steel, I get total overkill vibes off of that, man. I, I really dug this one. What a great way to kick it off.
Yeah, for my notes on this one uh, was straight up power metal is what it what it sounds like to me. And like the the, the singer is a little on the theatrical side, kind of kind of over the top vocals, but uh, but the the riffs and the musicianship on it, and also the production on it, really good. And uh, I definitely want to hear more of that stuff. All right, so what do we, what do we got next? We got a, a band called Eternal Flight. Where's Eternal Flight from? A place called uh, let's see how my French is on <laughs> on a sea. I believe is how you pronounce it. Uh, they've been around since 2001. They've released five albums to date. Their latest was called Survive, came out in September of last year. And the biggest kind of thing that stood out to me, newsworthy-wise, is that the singer was in a band called Dream Child, uh, which I believe I've heard of in the past. I don't recall hearing them, but kind of stood out there, so I, I noted that. Right on. pretty cool the guitar playing is out of this world man the solo is killer i this one this one i got definite frontiers records vibes when i listened to it i was like it sounds like something that definitely would have been released on frontiers but i i do gotta wonder is the drummer the band leader because the drums are like twice as loud as everything else in the mix the the singer guitarist i believe is the if i'm not mistaken is the uh the band leader well, uh, his, uh, his vocals are not very strong, and maybe I'm thinking that's why his vocals are buried a little bit in the mix, but the drums are, like, way up front on that song. But not bad. I, I, I didn't mind it, but, yeah, I could have heard that on Frontiers for sure. Yeah, there's there's some of these that are that are like that where uh, Frontiers, a- AFM, uh, there's a few of these. Um, AOR Evans, another one that uh, that's going to come up later that you listen to them and you're like, yeah, it could kind of be on any one of these. <laughs> you know so let's get the biggie out of the way what do you what do you got now the most famous one on the list i think yeah gojira means godzilla um in japanese actually obviously they were called godzilla first but because of uh copyright stuff and i guess there was another band as well that was called godzilla they they uh they changed their name to the uh japanese uh, name. Uh, they've been around since uh, 1996. They've released seven albums to date. Fortitude came out last year. Brothers Joe and Mario Duplantier are uh, half American, actually. Their their mom was from the States. Um, before their, not Fortitude, the album that came out before that, uh, Joe did move to Brooklyn with his family. This is one of the things that I guess his mother said to him before she passed away was that, you know, don't deny that part of your heritage, you know, go, 
go check it out. It is, you know, forget what everyone else says, just check it out for yourself. And to my knowledge, he's been living in Brooklyn ever since. So, um, they're a band that has changed a lot over the years. I think their last album is the most diverse. Uh, Chris, you heard when you came on uh, a little bit of the song, um, Amazonia it's called. So it's definitely a, a Sepultura influence. There's a lot of like uh, Brazilian tribal music mixed into that. There's another song off of Fortitude that has like Tibet, Tibetan chanting during it as well. So they're really mixing things up and, and broadening their horizon. They were, of course, like a lot of bands, very heavy at the beginning. Uh, so you've got the diehards that maybe have said that uh, they've sold out in these last few albums because they've expanded their sound. It's still heavy as fuck and still, you know, crushing. So that's kind of, Hard to believe, but uh, I've seen them, I think, three times live uh, at, at various festivals. The funny thing here is that a uh, little, uh, I, may, I may step into some shit saying this, but um, they're from what is called the uh, Basque part of, of France. So there's a portion of Spain and a portion of France that's considered Basque that has wanted to separate from both countries and kind of make their own country out of it. So that's kind of the argument over where the band, whether they're French, whether they're Basque, whether they're, as I mentioned before, half American. So just some political stuff in there. And of course, because they are the most known band out of this, I know the most about them. So. (laughs) Yeah. I think I listened to some of this when we talked about it, when I looked at the list and I think Gojira is a band that I just kind of dismissed a while back. And I think maybe it was, I heard something and it sounded like cookie monster metal to me. Like I couldn't understand it, you know, and didn't, didn't get with it, but I've been listening to some of this newer stuff and I think, man, this is really good. I mean, I've always liked the music, couldn't get down with the singer, but now I'm listening to it and it's like, wait a minute, this guy's a way better singer than what I thought he was. Maybe. I ought to give this band another try and I'm going to. Yeah. Much the same for me. They were, they were a little just too heavy for me in the early days. I gave them a shot. Cause like they were getting a lot of praise in the press, in the rock press. Uh, I remember people said that Gojira is going to be the future of metal. I heard that from numerous sources and I was, I'd try it out and I'd be like, eh, it's just too heavy for me. I just, I just can't get into it. And then, um, but it's funny, I've, I've gotten into their later stuff more cause they're adding a little bit of melody to it. They're like, so yeah. some of the chord changes have gotten a little bit more commercial friendly in places. And, uh, yeah, you had Toomey on your show on Friday and, and <laughs> I agree with them. I think stranded is my favorite song of theirs cause it's got so many cool change ups in it. It's got the kind of Pantera ish opening riff, but then it goes into that. Dan, 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 dan. I mean, that yeah. that's more, more commercial, but. It's a good mix of heavy stuff and melody, so I dig them a lot.
his vocals are still growly on that, but it's there's still, as you're saying, there's melody behind the music to where the growling kind of fits in. And, and I've seen it with a lot of my patrons where I post all types of stuff there. But if there's something where there's a little bit of melody in there, even if it's somebody that doesn't appreciate the growly stuff, we'll pick up on that and say, you know what? I really love the music and the vocals are actually growing on me now because that one section really yeah. uh, draws out a melody. So yeah, I, I get exactly what you're saying. Now your next pick that this one kind of caught me by surprise. Uh, go ahead and talk about iron lizards. Yeah. So they're from Paris. I don't know from when they're active. I don't know how many albums they have. I know that they released an album called uh, hungry for action. They're a three piece kind of stonery. Uh, I would say more than anything. Um, I've posted a few videos of theirs and, you know, I'm, I really like stoner rock. It was an obvious choice for me to, to bring up just to show all the different facets of different things that, uh, are available that, it, you know, it's not just a one trick pony. It isn't just power metal. You know, there are other things that people get into. I thought this one was super cool, man. It's just kind of got like, I don't know, it's hard jamming, just straightforward rock and roll, a little motorhead, a little, yeah, a little couple, a little bit, a little bit of everything mixed into this. And yeah, I think so far this one's my favorite. I, yeah, I like how stripped down it is. It, it does sound like a three piece, but it, it sounds like a bunch of guys banging it out in a garage. You know, I, I, I the, my notes say punky slash motorhead vibe. And that's, that's yeah. what I like about it. It's kind of lo-fi, but it, it's fun to listen to and, yeah, it's got good hooks to it. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna check more of their stuff out for sure. Yeah, me too. I like that. And then we go back to Grenoble. And we go back to Grenoble for Avaland. Been together since 2020. Only released the one album called Theater of uh, Sorcery. Uh, I'm assuming this is like their answer to Avantasia. Mm. Uh, in the sense that, you know, it's got guest performers on it, like Zach Stevens, best known for Sabotage, and uh, Ralph Shepard, or Sheepers, uh, I guess, uh, from Primal Fear and from other bands. Uh, not a huge fan of the uh, symphonic metal. Yeah, it's very, very proggy. Yes, proggy, um, a lot of harpsichord and shit like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, again. I like to turn people onto music, so it doesn't matter to me if it's something that I like or not. I figured, hey, I'm going to list this 
on the in the Despot Geek group because I don't know who's out there that maybe turned on to this band. So right, that's. I mean, I'm not the biggest prog metal fan. You know, I don't like to have a calculator handy when I'm listening to music, <laughs> but the guitars and this stuff give me like a like a '70s Deep Purple kind of a vibe. But then you like you say, there's a lot of other stuff going on there. And the, the singing is epic and over the top. And yeah, you got all the keyboardy stuff going on. It's a little too much for me, but it's still not bad. So far, there's nothing on this list. I thought, well, that sucks. Everything so far has been pretty good, at least. first notes were metal opera (laughs) but yeah some symphonic metal um there's still enough kind of classic sounding riffs on there to you know to keep you the traditional metal fan happy but uh but yeah man it's way over the top but on a symphonic metal it's i'm not going to go out and buy it but i'll happily i'll happily take a vacation into it once in a while and just have a day where i listen to stuff like this I don't go back to it often, but when I do, I enjoy it. But yeah, it's it's good. But there's people that are hardcore for this type of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm sure somebody that's listening is gonna be like, I fucking love that band. So yeah. you know, <laughs> more power to you. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Next on here is Overdrivers. They're yes. from Betune. I guess you pronounce that Betune, maybe. Um, I think that's actually shoe polish. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it could be where it was invented. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> all right. So they've been together since 2021, released two e- uh, two albums and an EP. So last year they released an album called, or an EP called Rock Out. Kind of odd name for a first album. Uh, the album is called She's On Her Period. And the uh, the graphics are rather interesting. Not PC at all. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, but... Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, like stripped down, straight ahead, hard rock, I I would say for for these guys. What do you guys think? As we're going down the list, this one's my favorite now. This one's my favorite by a lot. It's (laughs) going to be tough to top this one. I like this band a lot. I want to go find more Overdrivers. I want to get the albums and the EP. I want it all. I like this band. France freaking rocks.
yeah, the, my first thought when I heard this, I was like, Aaron's going to dig this one. I oh, know. I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my notes say uh, straight up kick ass rock and roll with a singer that sounds like he huffs helium. So, yeah, that's yeah. it because he, he's way up there through the whole song. Right. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I like it a lot. And, uh, yeah, I don't understand that first uh, album name, but hey, it's France. Maybe they're weird over there. But, yeah, I, I like it. I definitely want to hear more of their stuff. Aaron, are you are you taking a cue from Jerry Lawler in the Royal Rumble here? How's that? <laughs> Sliding time, under, gonna go every, hide under the ring? No, every time someone comes out into the ring, he'll say, "Here comes my favorite. This is my pick. He's gonna win." Like, wait a yeah, second, Bobby Heenan used to do fight. that too. The <laughs> 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 guy get thrown out and be like, "Oh yeah, now I'm going. This guy, this guy yeah. is the one that's gonna win." No, yeah, but I just kind of went down the list listening to these. Yeah. And, you know, would come across, like like I said, Iron Lizards were like, oh, all right, this is the coolest one I like the best so far. And then when I got to Overdrivers, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the best so far that I like. <laughs> we'll see if anything else tops it along the line. But so far for me, it's all about the Overdrivers. Next, we have Rise of the North Star out of Paris. Been together since 2008. Have released two full lengths and three EPs. Their latest album is a live album called uh, Live in Paris. Came out two years ago. And the band mixes a lot of different things. They mix metal, they mix hip-hop, hardcore punk, and more than anything, Japanese pop culture. Uh, Everything from uh, kung fu stuff to anime. But man, these guys remind me a lot of suicidal tendencies uh not only because of the mix but uh, you know of the different styles but the kind of how the band presents itself on stage the the singer kind of emulates mike muir on stage with his stance and how he moves around and stuff so um that's one of the things that stood out to me i was iffy at first i'm like well you know i don't know if other people are going to appreciate this but you know again i was like well what the hell it doesn't hurt just posting another link and if someone digs it they dig it and if not well then there's other things to check out show i mean we've talked about thrash metal bands punk rock bands straightforward rock bands super proggy bands france even has new metal oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i it, it's not bad it's not bad i mean if you throw that in there with like corn and limp biscuit and bands like that that sounds just as good to me as any of that stuff you know there's a place for everything the name i didn't expect the sound to sound that way when i read the name like when you say you know rise of the north star i'm thinking okay this is going to be some dungeons and dragons prog rock power metal 
Right. And then I listened to the song. I'm like, wow, this isn't nothing what I expected off the name. I actually like it. I think it's pretty cool. Was Fist of the North Star an anime show? I think yeah, it was. I think, I think so. I, I believe the name comes from uh, from an anime movie or, or, or series of some sort. So that makes sense with the anime tie-in. Because once I saw the name, I was like, oh, like Fist of the North Star. And um, But yeah, to me, my notes say... Uh, I, I was getting a Pantera influence coming through at the beginning of the song and then the vocals kicked in and I was like, it's almost like it to me it sounds like Pantera and Soulfly had a baby. It's it's got kind, kind of the of. kind of the it's new metal hip hop, but also almost like South American type vibe to it. it it's a it's a little different. I don't know that I'll go back to this one, but it's good for, for what they do. It, you'd be surprised when I first moved over to Europe, I think the biggest influence is that a, a lot of local bands had were bands like Sepultura, Machine Head, and Caius. Yeah. So there's, you know, a mix of all different styles and from different parts of the world. So I, I could definitely see that with, with this band, really uh, a soul flyish like thing, even though they didn't want to say that they're not new metal, but let's be honest. They're new metal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next band is a band that really caught me by surprise. You know, again, I, I receive all types of promos and you see titles or you see images and, and I'll be like, all right, this is going to be another death metal band, but let's give it a shot. You know? And uh, again, when I'm posting these on my site, there's one guy that's really hardcore into, uh, into death metal, Ed Ferguson, who follows you guys as well. Hangman's chair is the name of the band. When I heard it, you know, because also I saw the video, like the first video that I posted it's like almost eight minutes long. I'm like, oh, this is going to have a really long intro. It's going to be boring or it's, you know, and I started to read the description. Well, it's doom mixed with goth and it's this and that. And I'm like, ah, oh, this isn't going to be any good. And, and I put it on. I was like, holy shit, this is really cool. It really caught me by surprise. I didn't expect that I would like it as much as I have. I've listened to all the singles that they released off of their uh, latest album, Aloner, which came out earlier this year uh they've been together since 2005 they're also from paris they've released six albums up to now they're a mix of doom stoner and gothic metal and it's actually a pretty cool mix um it's a lot better than what i expected and uh really a band that i really want to go back and check out their their previous work It's a band that when I listen to it, I think 
you know, this could be on the radio in the United States on a modern rock station. It's got that production to it mm-hmm. that makes it feel like it would fit in with the newer rock stuff coming out today and the stuff that they choose to play on a station that calls themselves New Rock. Right. It's It makes me wonder, you know, how come a band from France where, like, you got a band, bands, you name a million of them from England, you know, you think about the Scorpions, you know, and, and Rammstein and bands that have from Germany and all these other little places that have made it huge. Why has there never been a band from France that has made it on the world stage like that? I, I can't figure it out. Aaron, I think the reason for that is population. Um, Germany is by far the biggest country in Europe. So if a band is huge in Germany, they're outselling any other band from anywhere you know scorpions ramstein except in comparison to a lot of bands from other countries outside of the uk they're selling much more than than any of them uk is the same thing i mean you look at bands and they'll say world tour they'll say european tour and it turns out that they only play the uk and germany or maybe they'll play in paris because it just so happens they're on their way between germany and and the uk and and they'll you know, do a stop here or there. But for the most part, it's, it's like that. It's, I mean, those, the German bands and the British bands, I mean, British because of the language, um, but also the, you know, the, the Germans just because of how big Germany is. The, the population I think is four times that of Spain. Uh, France is like double Spain. So, I mean, it's, it's because of that you have an, you you have enough people you have enough word of mouth that it gets out you know easier to the states than uh than french bands they've tried i'm i'm sure there's plenty of french bands that are big in in canada you know but never yeah, yeah. never make it across and i mean that could be a, a discussion all onto itself how many canadian bands never made it big uh in the us none, nonetheless french bands you know right well that makes sense that's why the Killer Dwarfs are in my Hall of Fame. There you go. Well deserved. <laughs> so yeah, so this one to me, um, one of the more unique sounding bands on this whole list. I I, I was really surprised by it because, like you said, that the name makes you think oh, this is gonna be straight up death metal, but uh, it's it's very atmospheric and moody sounding, and um, it's kind of oddly mixed because things are in different places from where you'd expect them when you listen, but it makes for an interesting listening experience. It's good headphone music. Um, you yeah. could just mellow out and listen to this and, and enjoy it. And it does have that modern sound like Aaron, Aaron said, I could have heard radio could have picked this up. I don't know. I'm surprised it wouldn't, but uh, yeah, I, this one took me by surprise. I definitely want to check out more from them. So uh, next up is the void. The band is out of, uh, I guess you pronounce this breast 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 <laughs> France. Um, been around since 2017. They've released two albums and uh, their latest album is called lonely. Eye movement came out last year. Uh, very little information on them. The, I mean, you have PR people or labels that do great at giving you all this backstory and information. And then there are others that will just, send you, you know, Devoid. They're releasing an album and here's the single and that's it. And you're like, okay, who are they? What are they about? You know, one of, one of those things. 
So um, being being kind of honest here, this is one of the bands that I'm less versed in. And um, obviously you guys have done more homework on this than I have because I'm posting so much of this shit that I, f- I forget a lot of these bands. Um, so uh, Aaron, you listened up to the first 12 bands at least. Yeah, yeah. I got devoid. I got into that. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, the guitar playing is unfucking believable. Like the guitar player is just ripping in this song it's almost like a guitar solo set to song right (laughs) pretty awesome for me but i mean the singer's good the band is excellent i mean i think if you're devoid all you need to say is you know if you're from breast then your band better be tits we're devoid (laughs) say no more my my notes match up exactly with what aaron just said yeah amazing guitar player not sure about the synthy stuff but but enjoyable to listen to but yeah that guitar player is definitely the star of that band oh yeah big time so what do we got next all right, so next, this is actually one of the bigger bands out of France. At least it's I've known of them for a very long time, um, maybe due to uh, an infamous story that was a local promoter told me that they played a local festival here with Arch Enemy and a bunch of other bands. Uh, I think Angela Sapatrida played that bill as well. And after the show was done, they uh, searched out the promoter of the show and said uh yeah you know we want to have a word with you uh yeah yeah sure uh well there's something on the rider that we didn't have but you know there's two things we're looking for well what do you guys need um all right so where can we a we need to score a line of coke and b we need to score some hookers where can we do both and the guy was like i'd never had a band come up to me and ask me for either so uh (laughs) So uh, given that, he was able to help them with one of the two uh, because prostitution is technically legal in Spain. So there is close to where they played. There is a, a strip that does have, uh, at that time, it had four brothels. It now currently only has two. The, the pandemic has affected every business. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bad economy all over the world. It's not just where you live. <laughs> actually, no, they actually closed one of them down because I say that it's it's legal, but it's legal so long as the women aren't being forced into it. So yeah. one of them, they proved that there were women that were being brought over from South American forced to, oh, man. to do it. So that place got shut down. But anyway, Good. the band... Gets its name from Star Wars. Uh, the band is called uh, Dagobah. They're from uh, Chris. And S- since you're great at pronunciation, I was looking at this and I'm thinking, I know how to pronounce this, but I wonder if Chris were to take a stab at it, how he would pronounce it. Where Dagobah is from? Yes. Uh, Marseille. You're pretty Marseille, close. Right? Mar- yeah. Marseille, actually. Yeah. Marseille. Okay. Those French, those French classes paying off. See that? Almost. My second chick, my second guess was going to be Hoth. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> uh, so they've been together since 1997, have put out eight albums. Uh, their latest is called By Night, came out earlier this year. Uh, this album, in comparison to their earlier stuff, is a lot more produced, I would say. I, I think this is, I've, I've talked about it on Mars Attacks, uh, due to the pandemic that I think a lot of bands have taken more time to compose music and to get better sounding albums because of their downtime. They didn't have anything else to do. So they worked on their craft on their albums. And this album definitely has a lot of like modern feel production. There's definitely a lot of growly vocals, a lot of melodies as well. Uh, The band has always had a, the lineup changes almost from album to album, but their singer who goes by the name of uh shorter is the only consistent guy in the entire lineup. And a guy that's been doing the mix of the growls and the clean voice for since, since the late nineties. So he's been doing it for quite a while band is since I moved here, oh, there was always hype about them because of their musicianship. So um, if you're into like fear factory and stuff like that, there's definitely a lot of, that there a lot of the syncopated drum guitar type stuff so um and yeah thinking about the mix from the guttural to clean probably their biggest influence when it comes to the vocals as well knows who they want now disclaimer since there's such a revolving door with the band they're not sure who out of the band asked for that so they may not even be in the band anymore who knows right they're like the french la guns there you go yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so yeah for my my notes basically i thought they kind of sounded like a french version of hate breed especially on like the the main riff and the and the verses and then 
it's heavy, but it's well executed. And then the, but then the chorus is like a complete change up with the melodic vocals and um, a lot of blast beats and stuff. If you like blast beats, you're going to like this band. And, um, and I just, my last note was cool points for a star Wars related band name. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's a great band name. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know a whole lot about this and I just went looking like bands from France and I just kind of bebopped around, found some stuff that was just horrible. That I couldn't stand, <laughs> found some stuff that was pretty cool. Really listened to mostly the stuff that Victor presented, but I found one that I thought was pretty damn cool. This reminds me of like new wave of British heavy metal classic stuff. Talk about like priest and maiden and, and bands like that. Like this band like I said, I don't know much about it. It's got to be from right around that same time because it's got that totally same vibe as like those first couple Maiden albums. It's a band called H-Bomb, and I just thought they were cool, man. And I'd like to know a little more about them, but I didn't really have a whole lot of time to research it. But I thought, what the hell? They're from France. They freaking rock. I'm going to share it. Yeah, that's that, that's cool because even even here in Spain, a lot of the more prominent bands in the '80s, I mean, you could hear that they sounded Maiden, Priest. I mean, that was it was so obvious, and that's funny because some of those bands, when like Motley Crue became popular, y- you heard a shift from one album to another. You're like, wait a second, they sound like Maiden on the last time. This sounds like Doctor Feelgood all of a sudden, you know. So it was like a, a drastic jump from from one to the other. But yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Those bands were so huge and such a big influence that it permeated throughout, you know, the the continent, throughout the old world, as they say. Yeah, the whole world. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked hearing. I don't know much about about them other than I dug the track, but uh, but it was a good pick. And you know, to, for full disclosure, we have several other bands that we're not going to get to today. We're going to have to do another episode of this because otherwise, the episode is going to be four hours long if we cover everything, including clips. Yeah. Um, but we are going to come back and do this again because it's been fun. Um, for I do want to put one in here that I just thought was ridiculous, but also interesting. It's a band called Satan Jokers, and they're <laughs> from they're from Paris. They've uh, been around since 1982. They've put eight full length albums out. Their last one was called Symphonic Commando in 2014. It's a uh, they're they're pretty interesting band, and they also in 2014 they put out an album called Sex Opera that had some of the greatest song titles ever, like Sexaholic, King Sodom, 666, Club 666, <laughs> MILFs, uh, Transsex, Outro, and then the last track is VIP HIV. So uh, wow. it was just, it, but it, the music's actually good. It's just kind of ridiculous sounding, but I, I just I had to include them today. Did, did they lift that last title from Motley Crue, though? Because in the song... Um beauty there's a line in there called uh he says tommy lee says she's an a she's a hiv vip but it's backwards maybe they translated it maybe i don't know i mean and it's 
it's a mix weird mix of stuff i mean some of it sounds like 80s hard rock some of it gets into metal and then there's also an album they did that's all metal with symphony stuff behind it they're a really strange band but uh and satan jokers is an odd band name but pretty interesting music Satan joke that sounds that sounds like that probably makes sense in in French. They probably yeah. want to translate and aha, Satan jokers. That's what we're going to be called. Isn't this great? Like, yeah, but that doesn't make sense in English. Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do one more before we get out of here. All right. So the last one here, uh, I've posted. I want to say like six songs of theirs on, on the Patreon. Uh, they're half French, half Irish. They're called Molly Baron. Uh, the singer is Irish. It's a real proggy type feel. Uh, real, really good musicianship, a layered textured music. Uh, they've been together since 2015. They've only released two albums. So I think a lot of the uh, videos that I posted was from one of these pandemic live streams that they did because they're all like them playing with, with uh red around them. And it looks, it looks kind of, kind of weird, kind of cool at the same time. Um, the biggest argument that my patrons always had with this was music sounds great. Singer sounds kind of weak where they felt that they it needed like a stronger voice or a stronger presence behind it. I always thought it was okay. You know, uh, I didn't disagree with them, but I didn't think his voice was that bad. Uh, the last thing that they released is an album called the mutiny. And that came out in 2021. I like this one a lot. I thought this was really good. Um, kind of gives me Queens of the stone age kind of vibes a little bit. You know, it's definitely got that music, like musically, it's got a lot of that to it, I think. Um, yeah, from what I checked out, man, I liked it. I'm, I want to check out more of this band, Molly Baron. Pretty good stuff. I dig it. Yeah, and I, I had praise for it, too. I, it's seriously good, and I, I'm going to definitely dive into their, them more. The, just very diverse sound. The arrangements are really interesting on their music. And, uh, yeah, I didn't have an issue with the vocals at all. I actually liked it quite a bit. And uh, I think we'll just make this track uh, of theirs called Lucifer, the playout track today, and, and we'll just go right. out on that. But, Vix, thanks for uh, coming, and uh, we're happy to hear you're going to be continuing with Signals from Mars podcast in the future. Coming <laughs> yes. up on Parthenon podcast, right? <laughs> that is it. The Parthenon podcast group. They have podcasts on uh, Aqueduct Pocket and Pseudo Echo, amongst other bands. I don't even know what any of that is. <laughs> the podcast is real, but the rest of his jokes are not. Uh, right. Well, that's what I told. That's what that's what I told everybody at the top of the show when I introduced them. Didn't you know? Couldn't you hear me? There you go. That's, that's what I was saying. But yeah, so we put forth the question: Does France rock? 
We wondered. We had no. Only one man's going to turn us on to it the way it needs to be done. That's Victor. Thanks for coming on with us, man. This has been awesome. And yes, we answered the question. France does rock. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.